Bye, everybody. Okay, so here's a brief mini-sode on how to find balance with the horrors of life and the joys of living, which oftentimes we tend to go over to the negative side and spend a lot more time over there than we do in the positive side, thinking of joyous things. Bringing more beauty into your life is important, especially when you are feeling the doom and gloom of things that are happening around the world that are so incredibly horrendous and you feel like you can't get out of that space of just feeling like everything is just going to hell everywhere and there's incredible tragedy all around the world and there's immense suffering. How to kind of balance that out. When you find yourself consumed with the affairs of humans that damage each other and the planet and sometimes basically everything, when you feel doomed, it is important to find beauty in life and in things around you. Let's face it, from our micro environment of family, friends, and workplaces to places all around the globe, we are experiencing things that we find much too hard to bear sometimes, too heinous to imagine, too sad to fully comprehend. We are experiencing devastation and unsurmountable loss of belief in other humans around us and in the dreams we once had. We are feeling helpless and some of us are feeling as though there is no end in sight. Things do seem to be feeling desperate at times. It is important to balance those feelings with what is going well, what is working, what is thriving, what is being born, what is becoming obsolete, what is manifesting that is positive and good. Just as there is great tragedy in our micro environments and globally, there is also great beauty and joy. Making a point of giving the same attention to these things that you are bringing to the negative aspects in life is really important. Bringing positive and joyful light to things that are causing you sadness and distress is really important. I am not saying you overlook the things that are hard to bear, not at all. Striving to change things that are unjust, heinous, or overwhelmingly inequitable does bring with it beauty inherent in the work of creating positive change. But often we only see the long road ahead and we do not stop to celebrate the good that happens. Even if the good is finding others who share your mission, there is beauty in that connection. There is great beauty in the dedication it takes to work against things that are unjust or inhumane or that hurt the planet and her inhabitants. Being part of the change can be joyous through a sense of fulfillment and engagement. Because this type of work exposes you to the things you are trying to change, you can often find yourself in a space of despair and anger as well. Finding balance in life can be hard when your reality involves direct exposure to the things that are grave and unimaginable. How do you find balance in this type of reality? So what I mean is, if you are doing this good work, working on positive change, it's sometimes you get lost in what's not going right or the despair or the long journey ahead of you to create the change, or there's a big barrier that happens and things like that. So how can you really balance that work so that you're in a space where you can feel compassionate and empathetic and take up a cause and work with it and be dedicated, but also not become consumed with it so that you lose a sense of joy and happiness in the other aspects of your life and with the work. How does one find happiness and joy and beauty in a world that seems so tragic and inhumane? How do we find the light within ourselves to seek the joy? In this episode of I Care About You podcast, we'll discuss that. We'll discuss how to create your own change within yourself. Here are some examples of finding happiness. They're small and doable ways to start cultivating joy, appreciation, and beauty in life. It's about creating places for you to rest and rejuvenate. 
It is a way of reconnecting with the joys in life and maintaining a balance between all that is hard to bear out there in the world with also the things that are joyous and beautiful and incredible and loving. Donating to a cause is important to you. If you have the means to donate things you feel passionate about, that's a great place to start. If time is too hard to donate, you can donate money to causes that really need your help. Believe me, it seems easy to give if you have the money, but it is also very appreciated by the groups that receive your funds. If you are worried about giving to large nonprofits, consider finding a local chapter or a grassroots group doing similar work or with similar values and donate there. Again, if you can't donate your time to the cause, you can donate other things. There's also a type of donation, which is called in kind, which means you might donate your time or you might donate clothes or you might donate toiletries and things like that, that that, that organization will give to others who need it. Going to see beauty and museums and exhibits not only supports the artists that are there, but it also feeds your soul. You can do this quite easily in small galleries in your area, which often don't have any type of charge to get in, but supports the artist, especially if you're in a space where you have the means to maybe purchase something or at least support the artist by coming to their openings and participating. Oddly enough, the holidays can provide a lot of beautiful art installations in unlikely places, such as art stores, places like anthropology and urban outfitters, small retails looking to catch your eye with window displays, art fairs, craft fairs are also a great place to find beauty. I want to mention one thing here where beauty is always found, and that's out in nature, if you can do that anywhere, even if it's walking on a tree-lined street in your city, to just seek out that nature and beauty in all those different places. You could probably walk down a street in your neighborhood that has a lot of businesses on it and see a lot of beauty there just in window displays, like I said, and other things like that. Giving has great beauty, not just buying a bunch of random stuff and giving it away at certain holidays, but a practice of daily giving. Maybe a neighbor needs a gate open for them because their hands are full. Maybe a coworker needs help on a simple project, having lunch with somebody who's feeling alone, talking with folks, etc. Giving of your time, your gifts, your laughter, your listening ear, whatever you feel like giving is deeply fulfilling. Again, it is all with a balance. Don't become someone's personal therapist if it's too much to hear a constant string of problems, but do be there when they need you. It's all about finding that balance. You don't go to one side or the other. Don't find yourself on either dwelling on all the negative things or overextending yourself by being kind. You need to find a balance in there where you can sit with both things. Other things can be donating to a toy drive, to children's things for back to school or winter clothes or summer clothes or reading in reading groups or at the library with children or oftentimes at elementary schools and things like that. Shopping for children and giving it away is a great time to consider all the positive memories you had in your childhood. Don't concentrate on what you didn't get, but on the things you enjoyed receiving as a child when you're buying things for these toy drives and school drives and things like that. Even if it is new school clothes or special candy at a certain time of year, cultivating gratitude is passing it on to the child through your ability to give them a gift. It's nurturing to them. It nurtures your soul and your positive memories. It's a win-win for everyone.
A few years ago, I had some extra money and I decided to give gifts on my birthday, which is near the end of the year holidays. So on my actual birthday, I went shopping, carefully picking out gifts for people I loved and for other people I thought that a certain gift I saw just spoke to me about them. And so I would buy it. Then I went to a happy hour at a new restaurant and soaked in the festive atmosphere. It was really nourishing to my happiness to buy things for others. Now I try to make that a yearly practice, even if it is a much smaller extravagance than it was on that particular year. Just being able to give a little where I can in those moments brings you so much joy. So as you can see, there's a theme here. There's giving and caring about others. Those things are really, really important to your internal joy and happiness. It's a connection with others and your community. It makes you feel good to help people out. And that is a really common theme that you can weave through all the different things you do in your life to kind of bring some beauty and happiness in there. Even if it's something as simple as a walk in a park, you can really take that in and enjoy that beauty. And by your presence in the park, you're making it known that a park is important in your community. Bring something beautiful home for yourself and place it somewhere where you can see it every day. It might be a rock you find on a walk or a phrase from a book you're reading or an object or art piece. It may be flowers, a plant. In a sense, find reminders to connect you with all the reminders out there that better things exist. Find reminders and beauty when you see it. Even if you're having a horrible day and the news is completely tragic and unimaginable, look around and remind yourself that even in these times, there is still beauty and peace and joy and love out there. So seek it out and remind yourself about it. If a small plant on your windowsill can remind you to be thankful for the beauty that's out there, then it helps you when you feel like things are really not going well or things are tragic out there. It reminds you to pull yourself back to that place of balance. Buy a box of yogi tea and every time you make a cup of tea, read the fortune on the tea bag. Take a moment to really give the tea bag advice some thought. Maybe even journal about it. I do this a lot. I've done some shorts on it too whenever um, I'm having one of those teas. There's other types of tea that will have a little saying on the paper piece that's on the string and then the tea bag. That's what I'm talking about. Those little fortunes or advice or haikus that are on those are really kind of nourishing. It just makes you stop and think about it for a day. And, and you can journal about it too, use them as journal prompts and things like that. But it kind of brings you into the space of balance while you're making yourself a nurturing cup of tea and you're nurturing yourself with this warm drink. You're also looking at that fortune on the tea bag and nurturing yourself a little bit further that way. In fact, journaling about positive things is a great way to get in a good mood. Find some positive journaling prompts and write about them Write about things like why your life is good, what you're thankful for. No matter how overwhelmed with the world you are, there is always something positive to write about, even if it's to, to design your own utopia. What would you like the world to look like if, it, if you were the ultimate designer of the earth? How would you design the world? From pink palm trees to world peace, what would it look like? Journal about positive things that happened during the day. If someone smiled at you or gave you a compliment or you did well in a project or did something that really went fabulously, celebrate it by writing or drawing about it or talking about it. Why write when you can record yourself using an app 
and simply tell yourself how great your day was. You can also do that with friends. Go out with friends and tell them about your wonderful experiences and things that happened to you, or your dog, or your cat, or the tree in the backyard. Just really celebrate those moments when something wonderful happens or you feel happy. I mentioned nature before. Take a walk in nature, look at it. It's always there in the beautiful sky or the blooming plants or a tree changing color or a vast body of water. Nature is the medicine of calm. Even in the storm, nature teaches us about calm and about force and about balance between the two. If you feel that nature is hard to access where you are, keep cut flowers, have a house plant, visit a tree on the corner of your street or a tree-lined street in your neighborhood. Take time to notice the first blades of grass as they come up or the arc of a bare branch in winter. There are so many ways nature has immense power to cure. Buy a piece of expensive chocolate or candy that you don't usually indulge in, or maybe some type of drink or food item that you love. Eat it slowly, all the flavors and textures, enjoying it with your senses, and when you're done, take a moment to smile and think about how good it was. Of course, smiling. Try on a smile a few times a day. I like to do this when I'm walking down a street, so I smile if I make eye contact at someone. I can pass my smile on. I also do it while I'm going to, from one place to another, whether it's from my car to another type of transportation. I try to remember to smile at people I know. Taking time for a good laugh, whether it be watching something funny, but not at the expense of others like fail videos, but something heartwarming and funny, or reading something, or even... Looking at funny images or cute animal pictures or memes. Maybe you look at cute animal videos. Make sure you get in a laugh or two each day. Some people even do a laughing yoga practice. You can listen to uplifting music, listen to a choir if that's your jam, or show tunes or songs that empower you, and listen to a happy and good mood playlist. Listen in headphones, close your eyes, get lost in the music. Sing along. Studies show that singing and dancing greatly improve your mood. So dance and let go of what other people think about dancing. Because let's face it, everybody would be dancing all the time if it wasn't for the jerks who call it dorky and dumb. We all love dancing and singing, even the people who call it dorky. Now, for you cynics out there, you probably sound very Pollyanna, but try it. It works. Laugh at yourself if you feel silly trying out some of the things I mentioned. Don't be too ser serious because remember, this is about joy. Joy does not involve self-judgment or any judgment for that matter. I am not saying ignore what is in the world that is horrendous, but find a balance. Have you ever known someone who has become obsessed with the news or politics that they don't agree with and they have lost their sense of balance in life? You tend to avoid them because they are negative and they just talk about all the things that are wrong with the world and they talk politics all the time. Are the folks that get angry at the slightest thing trying to tie their shoe or, or something like that will cause just a freak out and a cursing attack? It is frankly too much to be around when you are being challenged by the problems of the world. These folks have lost a balance in life. They've lost the yin and yang. They have swung over to the negative side of life and are not engaging in the joy as much as they should to give them a balance. We must work on fixing the issues we see in the world, but we also must nourish ourselves in a way that is beautiful. Not just aesthetically beautiful, but what feeds our beautiful souls. It is a feel-good story or a piece of art that speaks to you. It is what feeds your soul and nurtures you is really important. 
So what feeds your soul and nurtures you? What tells you that all that's out there in the world, there's still happiness? What brings a smile to your face? This is why hobbies are important. Well, one of the reasons hobbies are important, there's many. It engage in something you enjoy in to bring beauty in your life. If you are so inclined and you haven't done so yet, find a hobby that is positive for your, you. If you are unsure about the hobby and if it suits you, take a trip to a local bookstore or library and browse the craft section, the cookbook section, the flower arranging, furniture making, origami, art, bubblegum wrapper art, jewelry, walking, fitness, travel, learn to play guitar or how to play the drum. The sky's the limit at a place with books. Hobbies help us to create meaning in our life and connection with others. They feed our creative nature, which we all have inside. Even if people have told you you aren't artistic, I want you to know that they are wrong. Everyone is creative and artistic, and the biggest stumbling block is often not knowing the technique or having to get over being a newbie before you become experienced at the craft that you're seeking to be experienced in. Don't let someone's unkind words keep you from creating. You were born to create, it is a vital part of being human. Okay, so now you have a few ideas on how to balance your life. And now that you are thinking about it, you can probably come up with your own ideas and your own ways to feed your soul and help yourself to find balance in everything that life has to offer and all of the things, both good and bad, that flow through you and around. I hope you try some of these and work them into your daily life. It might take a while to develop a habit of, say, smiling, but it gets easier the more you work on it. So take good care, my friends, and know that I love you and I support you, and I will see you the next time. Take care.